0: Hi, this is Megan Cloherty, investigative reporter for WTOP News. If you like top news from WTOP, we think you'll love our new podcast called the DMV Download, where we take a more in-depth look at the biggest local stories of the day happening in our area.
1: We hope you check it out. safe. In Leesburg, I'm Dick Yoliano.
2: It could soon be
3: illegal to turn right on red in D.C. Also this morning. Get ready. In just days, you'll soon see Silver Line metro trains running between Reston and Ashburn. I'm Mike Murillo. It was a down day on Wall Street at the closing bell. The Dow was off 313 points. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by
4: Indeed.com. I'm Tom Foti in Washington. After causing catastrophic damage to Puerto Rico as a Category 1 storm, Hurricane Fiona now keeps getting stronger and stronger at Bermuda, apparently in its path. It is blamed for at least four deaths in Puerto Rico, another two in the Dominican Republic. Much of Puerto Rico remains in the dark, with bad memories of Hurricane Maria five years ago. CBS's Christian Benavides. Thousands of homes are still covered in
3: blue tarps, and the power grid is being rebuilt slowly. Our people has PTSD. Feelings cabrera is in san juan he leads the humanitarian organization san puerto rico what if the hurricane had been stronger
4: i can imagine a structure is not it's not strong after five years of hurricane maria was still weak Government leaders from all over the world are gathered for the annual U.N. General Assembly meeting, which also tends to gridlock traffic in New York City. President Biden arrived Tuesday, speaks Wednesday. After he speaks to the General Assembly, the president's
3: expected to sit with Britain's new prime minister, attend a meeting on HIV-AIDS, and host fellow
4: world leaders for a reception. White House correspondent Stephen Portnoy. More news from New York.
3: And here's
5: the 3-1. Joe Peep to left field. There it goes number 60 slide over babe
4: call on the Yes Network as Aaron Judge of the Yankees hits his 60th home run against Pittsburgh, tying Ruth in 1927. Just one behind Roger Maris' American League home run record, 15 games left to equal or surpass it. At least two people have been hurt in an explosion at the BP Husky Toledo refinery in northwest Ohio. The nation's central bank expected to raise interest rates once again another three-quarters of a percentage point in an effort to combat high inflation. CBS News business analyst Jill Schlesinger. And here's the 3 one Most economists believe we will
3: get a three-quarters
2: of one percentage point increase. But there have been whispers, especially after that hot inflation report, that we could get up to 1%. Wednesday
4: is World Alzheimer's Day, a day to raise awareness of Alzheimer's disease and other dementias. Monica Moreno of the Alzheimer's Association explains the effects COVID-19 had on Alzheimer's caregivers and families. COVID-19
6: certainly had a significant impact on our families especially with the isolation and the ability to bring in home services that typically were able to provide caregivers with some respite care.
4: Mixed picture of financial markets. Asian financial markets have been lower all night pretty sharply, but major U.S. market futures have been trending up by a hair. This is CBS News.
3: You need to hire fast and hire right? You need Indeed. Their all-in-one hiring platform helps you attract, interview, and hire candidates efficiently. Visit indeed.com slash credit.
5: Was well, your Kids.org. Your car, running or not, could be picked up as soon as the next day. No title, no problem. Go to carsforkids.org today. Cars for kids Donate your car today. Now accepting donations of land, homes, buildings, or any kind of real estate. WTLV at 103. Good
2: Wednesday morning, September 20th. 2022, clear, pleasant, low humidity, 50s and 60s, depending upon where you are for the low. We're at 69 in our nation's capital Wednesday morning, right now. Dean Lane, we do indeed thank you for taking us along for your early weekend, your early weekend, your early Wednesday morning drive. Topping the local stories we are looking at for you this morning. While school systems review Virginia's new guidelines out last week on transgender students, Governor Glenn Youngkin is this week defending the proposed rules, making clear that he expects them to be carried out. The governor's critics call them discriminatory and cruel. THE GOVERNOR PAID A CALL AT LOUDON'S ELECTION OFFICE TO HIGHLIGHT ELECTION INTEGRITY. ASKED ABOUT THE NEW EDUCATION MODEL POLICIES, WHICH WOULD REQUIRE PARENTS PERMISSION TO CHANGE KIDS' NAMES AND GENDERS AT SCHOOL, THE GOVERNOR REMINDED LOCAL SCHOOL BOARDS there TO ADOPT POLICIES CONSISTENT WITH THE GUIDELINES.
3: IT'S THE LAW, AND SO I DON'T REALLY HAVE A LOT OF PATIENCE FOR folks that see a law and don't comply with it.
2: Told that some transgender students and parents have expressed fear over the guidelines that they could spark bullying, the governor said the policy has safeguards.
5: The word bullying shows up in this in this draft guidelines 36 times. In Leesburg, Dick Yoliano, WTOP News.
2: WTOP News Time, now 105. In other news this Wednesday morning here on WTOP, following up we are now on that big fight locally in Montgomery County during a Friday night football game last week. Montgomery County Public School Superintendent and other school leaders are now apparently planning to discuss updated sporting event security measures today. This Wednesday, in response to the brawl between the Gaithersburg and Northwest High School football teams, both programs have not been suspended. Gaithersburg police tell WTOP four juveniles and one adult were charged in connection to the fights off the field. Fox 5 reports a new charge was filed against the coach for Northwest High. Maryland, the electronic court records show that coach Travis Hawkins has been accused of assaults. And the same court record indicates the person who made that complaint was William Gant, the athletic director for Gaithersburg High. There's been no comment. WTOP at 106. Issues of transportation. This 1 a.m. hour on TOP, you will soon see metro trains going back and forth between Ruston and Ashburn along Phase Two of the Silver Line project. The trains will be stopping at several new stations, but don't get too excited yet. They will not be picking you up or dropping you off
3: not just yet. No, you can't take the train to Dulles International Airport, but it is an important step. Metro between October the 3rd and the 17th will run simulated service along the new stretch of the Silver Line. They need to do it, and a bunch of other things, to train staff and receive safety certification from the Washington Metro Rail Safety Commission. The commission's CEO, David Mayer. We are prepared
2: to provide our concurrence once Metro Rail and the airport's authority demonstrate that they have completed all safety requirements.
3: This Thursday, Metro's board will vote on whether to give Metro's general manager the ability to to accept the new phase into the system for passenger service, when all the eyes are dotted and ts are crossed, the goal is setting a start date for service sometime this fall. Mike Marillo, WTOP News,
2: WTOP at one hundred and seven. New this morning, DC moving towards making it illegal to turn right on red at most intersections in the city. The goal is to protect cyclists and pedestrians. The DC Council voted unanimously this week to make it a traffic violation to go right on red. This preliminary vote is what it is right now. If it passes a final vote, the law would take effect in 2025. Again, 107, an update on traffic and weather, coming right up on WTOP.
0: Who is Virginia for?
6: Well, in the fall, it's for mountain dwellers and leaf peepers, apple pickers, cider sippers, trail running overachievers who all inevitably become spa soakers and fire sitters. Will someone get me a cozy flannel? I'm going where they are. As I was saying,
3: Virginia is for all sorts of lovers. So come love it for yourself. Hey, it's Jack Taylor. You've heard me talking about the new standard in
5: five-star senior living coming to Gaithersburg, the Carnegie at Washingtonian Center. They're inviting you to join them at the Lakewood Country Club Ballroom in Rockville on September 29th for a free author presentation, book signing, and luncheon featuring Steve Gillen, New York Times best-selling author of The Pact, Bill Clinton, Newt Gingrich, and the rivalry that defined a generation, and
3: America's reluctant prince, The Life of John F. Kennedy Jr. Space is limited. Be sure to register today at lifeofthecarnegie.com. Good morning. Welcome
2: into WTOP. You're with Dean Lane on
0: WTOP. Wednesday
2: morning, midweek, September 21st, where the time is one Slow Slower clogged drains? Call Michael and son and get $100 off a train cleaning today.
6: Having good weather on the 8th. Good morning to Carlos Ramirez in the WTOP Traffic Center. Good morning, Dean. If you're headed on the eastbound side of 66, keep in mind you've got a single lane getting by between Nutley Street and the Beltway. Westbound side, it is a similar story. Just got that right lane getting by the Beltway. And of course, uh, because of that, traffic coming onto westbound 66 from both the inner loop and the outer loop uh, slowed down pretty dramatically there uh, on the ramps. So just take it nice and slow and remember to respect the zipper. East of that point, the slowdowns are going to be between the Fairfax County Parkway and 28. As of now, the southbound side of 28 has the ramp to 66 westbound completely shut down. So you're going to have to continue southbound towards 29 and access 66 from there. Eastbound 66, the right side of the roadway is blocked between 29 and 234. Southbound side of I-95, you should still have the work zone uh, down by... Uh, by the exit for Spotsylvania, for Route 1, that's exit 126. Right lane is what's getting by there. Northbound side headed past 17 in Falmouth. Left lane gets by uh, 395. As you continue past Duke Street, looks like uh, the left side of the roadway is still blocked there. In Arlington, North Glebe Road remains closed between Quincy Street and 4th Street. All lanes are blocked there for an overnight accident scene that did happen and was an, uh, a vehicle that bumped into a power pole, knocked over the pole, and, and uh, brought uh, took out power in the areas nearby. Now, uh sounds like most of the... Uh, uh, Outages have been repaired. However, uh, you may still find some uh, traffic signals that are malfunctioning, so remember to treat them like stop signs. This Saturday and Sunday is Regency Furniture's biggest ever total warehouse liquidation event over 47 million in furniture inventory will be cleared out at Regency Furniture Outlet in Waldorf. Carlos Ramirez, WTOP traffic. Well, fall is right around the corner,
3: but summer wants to hold on a little longer. We've got a high temperature into the mid to upper 80s out there on your Wednesday. Plenty of sunshine, too. Uh, as we make our way into the day on Thursday, tracking a frontal boundary that'll make its way through, giving us a good chance for a few showers and thunderstorms. A lot of cloud cover, too, with a high temperature in the upper 70s to low 80s. Behind that system, Oh, we get cool. High of only mid to upper 60s on Friday. Friday night into early Saturday morning. Most of us will be in the 40s. So get ready for the cooler air. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Cameron. We're at
2: 70 in DuPont Circle, 62 Germantown, 61 in Annandale, 1 a.m. hour, Wednesday morning, midweek, September 21st, 2021. We're at 69 and holding in our nation's capital. This check brought to you by longfin Save 15% on Long decks, pavers, and fences. Go to Longfins.com today and schedule your free in-home estimates.
7: The Invasion of Ukraine. Live updates 24-7, 365. Washington's top news, 103.5 FM and WTOP.com.
2: The latest coming up this half hour on WTOP.
5: Everything I know about marijuana, I learned back when me and my friends had mullets. Yeah, I guess I got some catching up to do. And I'm curious about medical marijuana. It's legal in my state, I think. But is it right for me? Ugh. Where can I get reliable, professional answers to my questions? The answer to that question is Veraheal,
3: verihea Medical marijuana can be complicated, even
5: confusing. You want trustworthy answers without jumping through hoops or waiting to see a doctor. I'm a curious guy, but I'm a cautious guy, too. I need trustworthy information, reliable answers to my questions. So Veraheal sounds good. Tell me more.
3: Veraheal.com is your single source for facts about medical marijuana and to pre-qualify online. Private and secure, quick and easy. Get started today with easy financing. V-E-R-I-H-E-A-L. Convenience is why we're here. Trust is why we're number one. Veraheal.com. This is WTOP News.
2: WTOP at 112. Good morning. Welcome in to WTOP this early morning. Glad you're with us. As the week began, Britain and the world said farewell to Queen Elizabeth II with pomp and pageantry. Crowds massed in the streets of London and at Windsor Castle to honor a monarch whose 70-year reign defined an era. The first eight funerals since Winston Churchill's drew world leaders and other royalty. Before the service, a bell tolled 96 times for each year of Elizabeth's life. Royal Navy sailors pulled a gun carriage carrying her flag-draped coffin to Westminster Abbey this week before pallbearers carried it inside. Atop the coffin was a handwritten note from King Charles III. After a committal service at a chapel in Windsor Castle, the coffin was lowered into the royal vault. This morning CBS News anchors Tonya Rivero and Errol Barnett ask CBS News correspondent Mark Phillips in London what happens to the monarchy now that Queen Elizabeth has been formally laid to rest.
0: Commonwealth history has now been conflated with Britain's colonial period which of course went on very successfully for Britain for centuries. Partly as a result of the reawakening of anti-slavery thoughts with respect to that period, partly because it'll be Charles and not Elizabeth, and a time for change seems to arrive, partly because there have already been anti-monarchists and Leave the Commonwealth movements afoot, particularly in countries in the Caribbean. I think we'll see a shrinking of the number of countries in the monarch, or at least a shrinking of the role of the British monarch who serves, had served under Elizabeth as the head of state. She's on the money in places like New Zealand and Canada and Australia and throughout the Caribbean and throughout the Commonwealth. I think we'll see a continuing kind of diminishment of, uh, of the role of the British monarchy in these other uh, places And there'll be, of course, a, an effort to preserve what Britain sees as one major element of his exercise of soft power, which is the existence of the Commonwealth itself. Its continued existence, I think, now is much less certain than it was while she was alive.
2: Yeah, you know, the issue of the Commonwealth is an interesting one because, of course, it is controversial, right? The yeah. history of colonialism. Exactly. And like you said, the Queen was a popular figure but who was able to hold it together. But one wonders whether those forces won't sort of, you know, cause it to... Uh to separate
0: at this point? I think th- there'll be a bump mm-hmm. in popularity uh, for King Charles III. There always is. And there's there's a certain magic royal fairy dust that settles uh, on monarchs in this country, uh, and some of it will settle on him. How, how long it sits there for will depend on, on how he behaves. But there, there was, there's such residual sympathy for her, the, the whole questions of his sons, of course. He's been viewed very much as a, as a caretaker king. He's in his mid-70s already, although, members of this family do tend to go on but there's william in the wings william's a much more popular figure locally than he is what has seemed so rigid and convenient and straightforward doesn't quite so much anymore and remember the coronation won't happen for another eight months or even longer than that i think we're into a period where things will not quite be as settled as they have been
2: cbs news correspondent mark phillips in london on the passing of Queen Elizabeth II. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com.
6: Sports at 15 and 45 powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red.
2: Good Wednesday morning, midweek its is 1-15. Let's check in now with Rob.
5: The Nationals and Orioles lost by the same score, but we view the results quite differently. The Nats fell in Atlanta 3-2, clinching the Braves a playoff spot, but the Nats never let the game get away despite losing Patrick Corbin to back spasms just 12 pitches into his start. Enter Erasmo Ramirez, who valiantly pitched a solid three innings of relief for Dave Martinez.
4: He's been good. He's been good in all situations all year long. He really has. I mean, he has an unbelievable year so far. So obviously we'll have to give him a couple days off. The day off does help. So hopefully uh, Paulo could give us four or
5: five innings tomorrow and then we'll see where we're at. As in Paulo Espino, the starter for the 12-20 series finale. Meanwhile, in Baltimore, the Orioles 3-2 loss to the Tigers has the O's on the brink of being swept on their own field by the fourth worst team in baseball, outscored in the first two games by a combined score of 14-2 and fading in the American League wildcard race with only 15 games to go in the regular season. Aaron Judge became the fifth player in Major League history to reach 60 home runs and sits one shy of fellow Yankee great Roger Maris's American League record. This on a night when baseball mourns the loss of Maury Wills, one of the greatest athletes to come out of D.C., a seven-time MLB All-Star, a three-time World Series champion with the Dodgers and the first major leaguer to steal 100 bases in an unbelievable 1962 season in which he won MVP of the All-Star game played in his native D.C. before taking home National League MVP and one of his two career gold gloves. Maury Wills, one of the most feared men on a major league base path, was 89. Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports.
2: All right, thanks, Rob. 117. On like the top stories, we're following this 1 a.m. hour Wednesday morning for you on WTOP. The senior federal judge appointed to review materials seized by the FBI from Donald Trump's Florida estate sharply questioned the Trump attorneys this week on Tuesday. Judge Raymond Deary repeatedly pressing the lawyers for refusing to back up the claim. The former president declassified the highly sensitive documents found at Mar-a-Lago. Russia struggling to beat Ukraine on the battlefield, so now it's trying to do it at the ballot box. Russian-controlled regions of eastern and southern Ukraine announcing plans to start voting this week to become part of Russia. And Ukraine is expected to be the president's primary focus in New York, President Joe Biden, where he is attending high-level talks this week, delivering an address at the U.N. Stay with WTOP for more on these developing stories in minutes. Where the time now, Wednesday morning, September 21st, is 118. <laughs> Good morning to Carlos Ramirez with this in the WTLP Traffic Center.
6: Thanks Dean. And uh, it happened once again. The eastbound side of 66 traffic is not moving. If you're headed eastbound on 66 and you don't want to get caught up in the closure, Nutley Street is going to be your last bailout point traffic between Nutley Street and the Beltway is currently stopped single file along the right hand side of the roadway. They're doing overhead work there uh, near the Beltway. So uh, last time they did stop traffic for approximately 15 or so minutes. It's possible that they stopped traffic for that long. It might be less, might be more. It's pretty unpredictable right now. Uh, They stopped traffic on the westbound side as well once tonight. As of now, looks like things are moving between the Fairfax County Parkway and 28. But if you're traveling on 66 between the Beltway and Manassas tonight, you're going to uh, have to plan some alternate routes just in case uh uh, once again, eastbound 66, traffic stopped after Nutley Street. I-95 headed southbound. The work crew is just after Route 1 in Spotsylvania. Looks like a right lane is currently blocked there. Northbound 395 after Duke Street, left lane blocked. And, of course, Glebe Road is still closed in either direction between Quincy Street and 4th Street. An accident scene happened, and uh, the crash uh, actually knocked over a power pole, so they're still uh, dealing with those repairs. If you happen to see any traffic signals that are malfunctioning, remember to treat them as a four-way stop. loop of the Beltway, top side of the Beltway, you still have two right, lanes blocked between Old Georgetown Road and Georgia Avenue. Seeing a a little bit of a movement through that area last night, they wrapped up around 2 a.m. It's possible that they start to clear this up soon as well. On the house, no charge. complimentary for a limited time, Silver Diner is offering free delivery through silverdiner.com. Order today. Offer ends September 30th. Silver Diner. Eat well, be well. Carlos Ramirez, WTOB Traffic.
3: Storm Team 4 tracking one more summer-like day out there. Going for a high of 87 degrees out on your Wednesday. On Thursday, we've got a cold front that will move through. Highs in the upper 70s to low 80s. Chance of a shower or thunderstorm during the day. Uh, behind that cold front, much cooler weather. Friday, high temperatures only in the mid to upper 60s. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Cameron.
2: We're at 70 degrees at Reagan National, 67. BWD by Marshall, 62. Dulles, 69. And holding in our nation's capital. This check brought to you on AM hour. Wednesday morning by Lynn the Plumber. Trusted same-day service, seven days a week. Check him out. Lynn the Plumber.
7: From Washington to Kiev. Updates on Russia's invasion of Ukraine. 24-7, 365, 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. The
2: latest in just minutes this half hour on WTOP. In health news this morning, checking your COVID numbers, 95.7 million U.S. coronavirus cases have now been reported to date. The worldwide death toll, more than 6.5 million Wednesday morning. Of that number, 1,054,200 are considered U.S. deaths. In Virginia, a former state worker admitted to stealing green, as in money from COVID relief programs, intended to help unemployed people. Now, she's headed to prison. It's a prison sentence of nearly six years for Sadie Mitchell, who prosecutors say got away with $1.8 million in COVID relief money. Jessica Aber, U.S. Attorney for the Eastern District of Virginia, called it
0: appalling. Unemployment insurance benefits were intended for people suffering the worst effects of the global pandemic.
2: The scam involved Mitchell using her job at the Virginia Motor Vehicle Dealer Board to gain access to a government database. She took people's social security numbers and dates of birth, used the information to file fraudulent claims through the pandemic unemployment assistance program and then collected the benefits. Nick Ainelli, WTOP
6: News. You listen to WTOP for the latest news, traffic, and weather in your car. But what about when you're not behind the wheel? Download the WTOP News app to listen wherever you are. Eating breakfast, out for a run, or at work. Plus, sign up for news alerts, create a personalized news feed, and register for rewards. 24-7, 365. Never miss a moment with the WTOP app. Brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union, where members are the mission. Visit NavyFederal.org, insured by NCUA.
2: Diamonds Directs, incredible Five years zero interest financing is happening now. This weekend, you can spread your payments over five years on the exclusive Michael M. Collection directly from Los Angeles. Offering breathtaking handcrafted engagement rings and wedding bands with European style, sophistication, and classic elegance. See the entire Michael M. Bridal Collection this Friday and Saturday and take advantage of five years zero interest financing. Unapproved
4: credit only at Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion.
7: This is WTOP
2: News. Wednesday morning, welcome to the middle of your week. September 21st, glad you're with us at WTOP, where the time now is 1.23. Welcome in. (laughs) Latest on the war now. Russia scrambling to hold voter referendums in eastern Ukraine, we hear. The objective here is apparently to stop Ukraine from taking back territory Russia's military has seized by officially annexing it. WTOP national security correspondent
1: J.J. Green has more. Pro-Russian officials in occupied territories of Ukraine say they will hold referendums on formally joining Russia in just a few days. But UN Secretary General Jens Stoltenberg, talking to Bloomberg, said that won't matter.
0: So such uh, sham uh, votes, uh, referendums, uh, do not have any legitimacy, and therefore they don't change the nature of
1: the conflict. Russia's aim is to try to permanently convert these Ukrainian territories into Russian territories because they seem to realize they're no match for the Ukrainian military and they're going to lose that territory and perhaps as well some of the swagger that they've had so far during this war.
2: JJ uh, one of Russia's big problems is getting people to fight in this war and you've reported that they've tried all kinds of tactics letting prisoners out to fight using private armies but now they've come up with something new what have you learned there?
1: Now they're taking their recruitment effort to the world. The city of Moscow is opening up a military recruitment center for foreign citizens. They made that announcement as Russian forces continue to suffer setbacks seven months into this invasion in Ukraine. And the mayor said that essentially they're going to open up the center in Sakarovo. and it's going to be a full-fledged infrastructure that they're setting up there. And he said that essentially they're trying to sign these contracts as quickly as possible for people to come there to fight. But anybody that's paying attention to what happens to foreigners when they go to to Russia, especially people from the West, I'm not very sure they'll get a lot of people from the West. They may get some from some other places, but those folks are smart, too. And they recognize Russia's losing this war. A lot of Russian troops are dying. It's not clear this will work at all.
2: For the latest on the war between Ukraine and Russia, that's WTOP National Security correspondent J.J. Green talking with Hillary and Sean. You're listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. Right the time now, Wednesday morning, midweek is 1:25. Money News, we bring you at 25 and 55 on WTOP. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. Big commercial jets don't have the skies all to
7: themselves, but the head of American Airlines says his industry is forced to bear the brunt of paying to keep the skies safe. Robert Isom says operators of drones and private jets, and even rocket companies, need to pay more to fund the nation's flight monitoring grid. Hertz made a splash last year with a plan to put 100,000 Tesla electric vehicles into its rental fleet. Now it's doing it again, saying that it will buy 175,000 EVs from General Motors over the next five years, including models from Chevrolet, Buick, GMC, Cadillac, and Bright It'll start with the Chevy Bolt early next year. YouTube is fighting back against TikTok with a plan to share advertising sales with creators on its bite-sized video feature called Shorts. Creators will be paid from a pool of funds in much the same way that TikTok pays its popular stars. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Larry Kofsky on WTOP.
4: This episode is brought to you by Zelle. Whenever you're sending money through an app or online, it's important to do it safely.